Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. What's the story? Hope you're well. Um, was your WhatsApp acting up this evening at all? Turns out WhatsApp might have been down for some users for an hour. It was uh, acting up for us here, but you can let us know. If you can let us know, if you're able to send us in a WhatsApp. Obviously, if it's not working for you right now, well then, I don't know, tweet us, drop us a DM on Instagram. Maybe we can, we can talk that way. But if it was uh, out for you, and let us know what the crack was. And if it's still out, just drop us a, a, a communicate is via some other platform or some other channel. Now, it is time for... This is the part of the show where we invite on a guest to tell you three things about themselves. They'll tell you three things. Two of them are true. And one of those things is unfortunately not true. It's a stinking lie. And joining us now on tonight's instalment is Irish actress who's making her Broadway debut this week. It is Zara Devlin. Zara, how are things? Hi, I'm not too bad. How are you? Yeah, good, good. good. Cheers for popping on. Yeah. It's brilliant oh, to have you on. Thanks for having me. You know, this is really hard. Usually every week I'm quite good at this game, Zara. And the last three weeks in a row, I have been able to spot the lie. But you are a phenomenal actress. So I'm presuming this week is going to be a little bit tougher. Well, I think because you can't see my face, it might it might be a bit better. If you saw my face, you would be able to tell right away. <laughs> so you're saying so you're not a good liar? I think I've got I think I've got three three good I think this is gonna be hard for you to tell. Okay, that's I what th- we ought I to really hear. thought about this. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that, that is one of the things. A lot of people tell that you know their lies are in their face, and they're uh, you know if we can't we can only just hear you over the phone. You could be in excruciating physical pain on the other end of the line, trying to hold back the physical, you know, hold back the line. We just can't see that. Exactly. Well, that that's me all the time when I'm trying to lie. So. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. At least you're honest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, God, it's good, good and bad. <laughs> well, I suppose. At, at least that isn't a, at least that isn't a Zoom call. And listen, my apologies because I, I thought it was this week you were making a Broadway debut, but you've already made it in Sing Street, which was a, a month or so ago, was it? Well, no, that it never actually opened. Um, we had oh, we had just no. done tech, tech rehearsals, um, but all is well as we will be back twenty twenty one. So, Sing Street's not going anywhere. 
that's good news. Oh. And is there anything else in the pipeline, Zara? Um, bits and pieces, uh, nothing confirmed or anything. So, so for now, yeah. Well, no. it's kind of like the world in 2020. Nothing is yeah. confirmed at all. Like That's tomorrow right. isn't even confirmed in 2020, the way things are going at the moment. So, um, right. But no, um, you were going to be in the, the Broadway uh, kind of remake of Sing Street. Now, if you haven't seen Sing Street, the movie was a phenomenally good movie. And it w- I think it was surprised so many people how good it was. I don't even know how you describe Sing Street. It was the... It was a, a the movie set in either the eighties or nineties about a school band, and it was just phenomenally good. I didn't even realize it was going to be put onto stage. Obviously, a perfect one for the stage, but that's been pushed back to obviously next year, like like uh, everything else. But were you doing rehearsals like remotely or anything? No, well, no, because you know we didn't realize nobody until Broadway shut down. I suppose. No yeah, because really they were realized. still kind of chugging along a little bit. They were like, yeah, no, we're grand. Then they realised, oh, yeah. God, no, there's about a billion cases a day over here in New York. We're going to have to shut that down. That's, but That's yeah. right, yeah. So Fingers crossed. So, yeah, we'll get yeah. resorted for next year. So, Zara, quickly, yeah. what have you been doing with your time? I have been baking lots of bread. <laughs> I, have, I have... What have I been doing? I've been reading lots. I've been walking. You've been eating said bread that you baked? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yes. And maybe, maybe I've been eating too much food. I really need to <laughs> to take control and do some exercise <laughs> or something. Um, I think it's that thing when you're not given any notice. It was suddenly like one day everything was fine, and then the next day the whole place shut down, and you just had to stay in. And for me, I thought it was going to be a week or two. Yet three months later, I'm still still eating the chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bad. Yeah, you're. Yeah, exactly. I know we just we don't know what's what's happening, and but on we go. Exactly. On we go. Listen, on we go. We'll take it. We'll take it every banana bread baked at a time, and we'll move forward yeah. day by day and put a step forward, and hopefully all will be revealed. So, listen, uh, Zara is going to tell you three things about herself. If you think you know which one of these things is not true, and you're able to spot when she's spoofing us tonight, uh, one, two, or three, WhatsApp that into us to 87 104 and we'll see if you're any good at spotting when someone's trying to spoof us. So, listen, Zara, are you good to go? Mm-hmm. Right, okay, so you've got three things there for us. Tell us the first. I once put my two pet rabbits in my school bag and brought them all the way to school to show my friends. And <laughs> the, it was very, very unsuccessful. Oh, um, oh that's interesting. So I think the next, the Please next, do, yeah. you can go on to the second one, yeah. Um, I used to have an ice skating rink in my front garden. Okay. And I dyed my hair blue this morning. Oh, wow. So Interesting. Okay. Right. Those three things could be true. Um, I mean, I, I, mean, I if feel... We're, we're going to presume, it probably, mm. if the second story about the ice rink is true, it, it may not have been a uh, huge ice rink in your front garden. Otherwise, I would like to know what your family do for a living so we can get to that same <laughs> level of uh, <laughs> extravagance and wealth. But um, those three things, again, quickly for you listening, bringing rabbits to school, attempting to bring the pet rabbits to school. Uh, the second one had an ice rink in the front garden. And the third one, did she dye her hair blue this morning? So, I mean, that's, I think that's the first time somebody has included something from the day 
in whether or not yes. they are actually lying or not. Right, so that's good. So listen, one, two, or three. Drop us in a WhatsApp to oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four, and we'll see if you can get it right. Sirsha, what are you thinking? I think off the bat, I would say that number two is probably the lie because it's a bit extravagant. I mean, I don't know. I, I know where you're from, Zara, but I don't know where you live. I don't know if you're in this big mansion mm-hmm. with this ice skating rink out the front. I don't think you have that. So I'm going to mm-hmm. say that that is probably the lie. Cormac, okay. what do you think? Again, don't reveal anything just yet. Uh, don't give us any clues, Sarah, as of yet. But I'm going to mm-hmm. presume that when she mentions ice rink, it might have been just a fancy fountain out the front garden that froze over every Christmas and then her and her mates came around and used it as a ice rink. So I'm going to say that that's true. The rabbits to school thing, I think is brilliant. I think that's true. That's exactly something that you do. When I was a kid, when I was in junior infants, one of the first things I did was uh, I kept my super jam, super jam, Superman pajamas on underneath my school uniform and then would show my friends like Clark Kentwood and open up the couple of buttons and go, I'm Superman. And they were like, you're weird. Go down to the uh, principal's office, right? So you do weird kids when you are weird things when you're a kid, I suppose. Um, so that that would definitely be something you would think of is completely appropriate and absolutely no, no problem at all. But who knows? We, we might be wrong. Uh, and then the last one, dyeing the hair blue this morning. Ew. See, so here's the thing. She might have uh, maybe another kind of gig lined up. I know everyone's kind of ground to a halt, but I, I don't know. Maybe there's some like online production thing that she needs to have blue hair for that she's doing. Or she just was bored in lockdown. So these or are maybe the an audition. You don't know. That's it. Or, or an audition. So what are you saying is, what are you going with then? Fake story? Yeah, I'm going to say that she probably did dye her hair blue today. So I'm going to say that number two is the lie. Okay. Okay. What will I go with? I'm going to go with number three for the crack. Don't mention anything just yet. I'm going to say three is the lie. So um, I'm going to mark that down quickly. Um, you're marking down the station number two is, uh, yeah. is the lie. Uh, 087-67-97-104. If you'd like to take a guess here this evening now, uh, Marcus said story number one. He doesn't believe that you brought rabbits to uh, school as a kid. Uh, Ian, good evening, Ian. What's the story? Ian has said story number three. Margaret has said story number three as well. Uh, a few people agree with me there now, Sir, as opposed to you. Anyway, if you can hang on the line there for a couple of moments, uh, Zara. Sure. And we'll be back with you in just a few moments. And there you go. The three stories again. Bringing rabbits to school when she was a kid. Pet rabbits into, into the school with, when she was a kid too. Is um, having an ice skating ring out the front in her front garden when she was a kid growing up. And three, did she today dye her hair blue? Story one, two or three. Which one of those is not sitting well with you? Which one of those do you not think is true? And do you think she is lying about? Let us know. 87 Six seven nine seven one zero four, and we'll take a couple more guesses and find out what Zara is lying to us about. FM one hundred four's Room one hundred four podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Poker face. It's a very easy part of the show. I should say it's a simple part of the show, not an easy part of the show. It's a simple part of the show. Somebody tells you three things about themselves. Two of the stories are true, and one of the stories is one hundred percent not true. Is an, an is, a, is a lie. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm sucking in half the fluff off this microphone. It's not going down well. <laughs> Joining us this evening uh, is Irish actress Zara Devlin, and she is uh, back on the line. Hopefully, Zara, what's the story? Are you still with us? Yes, I'm still here. Yeah. Oh, there was, a, there was a shaky, shaky pause there for a second. I was like, she's gone. She's had enough. She's out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool, cool. Um, 
Yeah, like, bye. <laughs> okay, right. We, we never found out what she lied about. <laughs> it's the, the great radio mystery of 2020. It would suit uh, 2020 being a, a hectic, insane year anyway. Um, can you give us a quick <laughs> recap of the three stories that you've uh, told us already anyway this evening? Sure. Um, one, I once put my two pet rabbits in my school bag and brought them to school to show my friends and it was very unsuccessful. Number two, I used to have an ice skating rink in my front garden. And number three, I dyed my hair blue this morning. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Said very matter of fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. I'm very, I'm, f- I'm very excited about this. I want to, I want to know. What you all think. Yeah, let's see how good she is. Sushi, you've gone with which story? I'm going to stick with number two. I don't think you had an ice skating rink or have an ice skating rink in your house, in your front garden. Okay, Uh, okay. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, dyeing the hair blue. That's story number three. Uh, A few other people have gone with that. We just got a message in there from um, Jacinta, who said number three as well. And also, good evening, Katie. What is the crack? Katie thinks it's number three as well. So uh, keep them coming in. What do you think? One, two, or three? Which which one do you think is not true? Is a lie. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Okay. (laughs) Hmm hmm hmm. So why are you thinking that you just? Why, why are you thinking the ice rink one is it's not true? It's just too extravagant, I think, for, for Zara. She's a very down-to-earth type girl. I don't think you'd be swanning around in your private ice rink in your front garden. <laughs> I just don't okay. think. You know, maybe maybe you do. Maybe I'll be shocked. I understand where you're coming from, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't say anything. <laughs> what do you think, Gormack? I'm just thinking three. I, I'm going to say you did not dye your hair blue this morning because maybe she's trying to be sneaky. Maybe she dyed it pink. Mm, maybe, yeah. That, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm saying. Like, again, it's a, a lie within the, a true story which makes it easier to lie. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea, actually. People have done that yeah. before. Yeah. Or maybe your housemate or someone in your family has dyed their hair blue yeah. but not you. Yeah. 
So mm. you'd be more comfortably, co- confidently able to pull it off. Mm. Um, and do that right okay last couple of moments to get your guesses in if you would like to have a guess what are you li- what are you hearing that you don't think is true from Zara this evening oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. is it the first one about bringing the pet rabbits to school when she was a kid is it the ice rink in the front garden growing up or is it today she happened to be dyeing her hair blue oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Ronan says story number three what's the crack Ronan um, and then yeah Jacinta said three and Katie and Adriana said one as well okay Okay, okay. Here's what we're going to do now, Zara, right? So two of the stories are obviously true, correct? Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. So um, just for a process of uh, elimination, what we'd like to do here is, will you just tell us one story, reveal one of the stories that is actually 100% true? I used to have a nice skating rink in my front garden. No, you no. did not. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, my Nailed God. This. this is unbelievable. Oh. Where we go. <coughs> what? <laughs> I, I do need to explain myself, though. It is not what you think. You don't I, have to explain your, your such yes, a high level does. of privilege and your ice skater uh, rinks in your front garden. No. You just accept that and live <laughs> your I truth. It is fine. I actually don't need to explain. It's okay. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> no, no, sorry, go do go explain. Go on, go on. Um, oh, right, sorry. <laughs> so the reason we had an ice skating rink in the front garden was my father likes to do different jobs and he thought it would be a good career move to buy an ice rink and open it for the public. And to see if it would work, we started it, We started doing it. to the. We started opening it up to the public yeah. in our front garden. And then after that, we would take it around shopping malls and birthday parties. No way. But for, I think it was summer, no, I think it was for about half a year, we had an ice skating rink in our front garden. And my job was to show people the toilet, which was inside our house, (laughs) because we had no outside toilet. So there would be a queue of people in my hallway while I was watching TV. (laughs) This is insane. That's 100% true. This is insane. So, sorry. What happened? Sorry? What happened? Where did it go? It ended up in Inniskillen. There was a big storm and it blew the marquee over and ruined it. And that was the end of the ice rink. Yeah. Big storm. Oh, no. Yeah. That I'm is, glad that ended, though. I'm kind of glad it it wasn't wasn't for me. wasn't something I liked. So, when you're saying like, was this a, some sort of portable ice rink? Yeah, it's called synthetic ice, and it's kind of you can take it off in like big tiles, and to make it slippy, you spray. Um, I don't know what it what it is, but the more of this you spray on it, it gets slippier and slippier. And, yeah, I've been to a few of them in Ireland, actually, as a kid. I've been to one, actually, now that you say it like that. I just remember it being a real slippy, tiley kind of setup as well. So you could just kind of pick this yeah. thing up, obviously pack it back together and then set it up somewhere else and move it around. That's it. And it's hilarious so, so, that I have any knowledge about synthetic ice rinks, but <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Still very cool that you had that in your you front garden. About mm. that, I'm your girl. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're having a, a mastermind quiz there. Your special speciality subject is uh, synthetic ice rinks. Let's go. <laughs> that is hilarious, right? So um, that means, Sish, you you got that one wrong. Yeah, I'm out of You've the game. You've been eliminated. Then. 
Boom. Yeah. So that means the first story about the rabbits uh, is not true, or the third story about uh, dyeing your hair blue. Which one of those is uh, the, f- the the fake story tonight? Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four one or three. I have gone with three. Uh, Seriously, would you like? We'll obviously let you guess again quickly while we're here. I mean, I'll go at one, but I think okay. one is definitely true. Who knows? Listen, who knows indeed? Last few moments, 087-6797-104. I, you can't go changing guesses now. People are coming in and changing their guesses now that they have uh, realised that they got that one wrong. Yeah, that's mad. Having an ice rink in the front garden, happy days. Okay, so Zara, <laughs> now we're left with the rabbits being brought to school or d- d- dyeing your hair blue this morning. I have gone with the blue hair being the fake story and Saoirse has gone with the rabbits being the story that you made up. So you might as well put us out of our misery now. Which story is not true. Which one did you make up? I dyed my hair blue this morning. <gasps> no! Yeah. <laughs> yes! So you did not dye your hair blue this morning? No, I wish I wish I did, but I wish um, no, I, I, I don't have the courage. <laughs> <laughs> but you would bring your rabbits to school instead? Absolutely. What Tell happened? us about that. Yeah. I took all my school books out and I covered my bag with hay. I put my two <laughs> rabbits in the bag. And I, I just thought it was going to work out fine. I had it all planned that they'd be nice and quiet during school. Um, and I was in math class very first, the start of the, the, the day. Hmm. And... It was obvious I had two rabbits in my school bag. <laughs> and my mother had to had to come to the school and and take them home. <laughs> and did you get in trouble? What age were you? I was hold on, let me think now. I must have been thirteen. Like I wasn't even that young. God, you're I was, not even that young. Yeah. I was I, was, um, I definitely thought it was gonna work out. Yeah, I was thirteen and my friends didn't believe me that I had two rabbits and I live really far away so there was no way they could come to the house so it right, was my yeah. only option yeah wow <laughs> rabbit school I've never done anything like that before but that's pretty Actually, rebellious I could have I could have taken a photograph and showed them that but that's just came to my mind but that didn't yeah, occur to yeah. me yeah, listen, I, we appreciate the effort and the work that you've gone through to try and... So how, what, <laughs> what did your mother say when she collects you from the school and she's just looking at you going, did you bring your rabbits into school? Yeah, she wasn't happy. It was it was just the whole day was unsuccessful. It was... Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got in trouble and I didn't I didn't do that again. <laughs> uh, at least the rabbits survived. Or something. About no. a week after they, like, disappeared, they ran away. Um, listen, oh, no. can't blame them. If that's the type of stuff you're bringing them into school, the rabbits are like, here, listen, we get out of here. Yeah, she's bringing exactly. us into school now. We yeah. didn't sign up for this. We just wanted to eat yeah. carrots and uh, lettuce in a pen. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere. They did not sign up for that. <laughs> right. Brilliant story, though. Yeah, ph- phenomenal story. That's a great one. Well, listen, uh, Zara, thanks a million for coming on and uh, playing Poker Face with us this evening. Uh, where's the best place that people can follow you online and uh, keep tabs on how the acting is going? Um, I'm going to say Instagram. That would be my, my main thing. Um, so, yeah, Zara Devlin on Instagram. Please follow. Brilliant. 
Lovely, and uh, well, if you've got wraps, she'll be even yeah, she'll be even more impressed <laughs> and more in touch. Uh, yeah, as we said, listen, very best of luck. Um, and as soon as that Thank whole uh, Sing Street stuff gets the green light, give us a shout. We'll be more than happy to uh, have you back on and have a chat. But listen, thanks for popping on this Absolutely. evening, and we'll chat you again soon. Thanks for having me. No Thank worries, Lisa. Bye 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 bye. Um, wow, rabbits into Weird. school. That'd yeah. be a good one. If you've ever brought. I th- I'm just getting flashbacks now. Do people sneak in there, you know, if you have a gerbil or if you have a... Um, what would be the smallish pets people have? Yeah, like kind of gerbils and hamsters and stuff. You ever sneak them into school? You ever snuck... Like you wouldn't get your dog in, you wouldn't get your cat in, obviously. But maybe like if you brought a lizard or if you had a snake or something like that, maybe you snuck it into school once or twice before. Uh, drop us a text and let us know. But uh, anyway, speaking of animals and the like, a gentleman swims out in the open with great white sharks. I don't know if you would have the balls to do that without even being in a cage. Just happy days, you. Surrounded by a load of great white sharks and a camera. But uh, Dickie Chevelle, he does that for a living. Every single day, jumps in the ocean with the great white sharks and he'll be on next explaining more to you about what exactly that feel like, feels like and how dangerous it can be. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Cormac and Saoirse here and our job is probably one of the safest jobs in the world, Saoirse. Not, okay, I don't mean uh, financially or economically, I mean the threat to our lives isn't too dangerous. Um, well, I wouldn't say that now. Have you ever had a microphone fall on your head? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I've dropped it. It's fallen apart sometimes, yeah, but it's never put my, I've never felt as if my life was at risk sitting behind a microphone in a studio. No, usually it's not, in fairness. Uh, we are cooped up in a little studio. Two of us could be lashing rain outside. We're not getting colds or flus. We're staying inside. No one else around us. And uh, yeah, there's very little danger to our lives. Uh, very little danger, thankfully. But there are obviously a lot of incredibly dangerous jobs out there. And joining us on the line to talk about is what most people would argue is a dangerous job. You'll probably think that this is one of the most dangerous jobs that you could do in the world, or at least a pastime. Uh, Dickie Chevelle from South Africa, who photographs great white sharks in the sea. Dickie, how are things, man? How are things? Hey, guys. Doing very well. How's it doing your side? We're doing good without the sharks, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> there has been a few spottings of, of Baskin sharks maybe around different places in the country but we don't have any great white sharks but uh, I, we came across your Instagram profile and kind of what you do and you, you photograph great white sharks and just decide to jump in with them and get a few up close photos but uh, do you actually jump in the water without a cage and photograph sharks? Uh, yeah man so uh, there's I, I obviously work with sharks in several ways not just <laughs> not just jumping in the water with them but yes that <laughs> Is certainly a part of a part of what I do. Taking the calculated risk to, uh, risk to get into the water with these these amazing animals and then photographing them. Yeah. Are you never scared that you're going to die? <laughs> uh, I get that question quite often. No, actually, when when you're underwater with with these sharks, actually, what are the last things that is on my mind is fear. This animal is so it demands such tremendous amount of respect. Obviously we're taking things into account when I do this like time of day, the visibility of the water and the attitude of the sharks but it's so mesmerizing that it's almost that you almost don't even feel fear. You feel fear and stuff after the encounter more than when you're actually in the water with them if you understand what I mean. And most people probably won't understand what you mean, Dickie, let's be honest, because it just seems pretty insane. When was the first time you did this? Well, I started doing professionally working with great white sharks uh, about in 2010, but I always um, used to spearfish and surf 
around my hometown, which is Khanspa, and it's actually the capital of great white sharks in the world. It's about two hours away from Cape Town um, in South Africa. And then I had encounters with sharks before, but in 2010 was actually when I professionally started. I worked on one of the shark cage diving vessels for Marine Dynamics, which is the company I still work for today. And then, yeah, that's when I started diving with these animals. And it, yeah, wow. <laughs> the first time it was incredible, but the first time I was like, whoa. <laughs> but after that, you get to know the animals a lot better. Okay, you can tell us now that you've spent all these years photographing sharks and have never had a near death experience or an accident or maybe a close call? Well, obviously I've had a close call or two, but I, I would like to state that it's only because I've put myself in situations like that. You know, I've never had a yeah. malicious a malicious encounter with us, with these animals. They're, they're curious by nature and we sometimes put chum in the water to entice these animals that are in the area to come to the boats, make it easiest for us to photograph them. So I've had a few pretty grim grim encounters but that is only because I've put myself in that situation I've ended up in the wrong place in the wrong time but luckily um, nothing serious has happened to me before and that is all thanks to the animals actually not being malicious and wanting to eat me because I swear to you guys if they wanted they could have at this point it sounds like you've given them plenty of opportunities to kind of go for dinner tonight it's Dickie on a platter for you come on and get me but in, in, in those uh, situations where maybe you made the mistake and put yourself in a dangerous situation like what were some of the things that have happened to you so one time it's not only photographing the shark i also well i'm mainly a conservationist so we work with white shark search tagging and tracking and conservation but also on the filming side so for instance if we're filming for discovery channel or yeah. sometimes for bbc or nat geo if they're here then what i've done before is obviously we go down in cages and then depending on the shot we want to get we'll leave the cages and once i was i only had a two-man cage and i had two people i was i was safety diving for two people but the cage was only a two-man cage and i put my two camera guys in the cage and i went down uh, hanging on the outside of, of the cage <laughs> while we were heading down and that wasn't yeah. the best idea i've ever had because i just had this juvenile male white shark just keep coming straight towards me and if i can explain and the cage is like a block and it's just pushing me up against the cage and just I just keep moving around and just keep circling and there's no protection and now oh, actually I can't God. do anything. So yeah, I put myself in that situation before. Also once a great good friend of mine and I were shooting for a documentary and we also needed to get this one shot facing towards the cage and I tell him like, he's like, dude, should we, um, there's two shots in front but should we leave the cage? And I'm like, yeah, man, we've got cubs on the water. I'm like, yeah, man, we've done this so many times before. And as I stick my head out, I just feel something at the back of my head. And it was a shark that I haven't seen before just brushing off <laughs> the back of my head. So, yeah, I've done... But as I said, I've done some interesting things or I've been in some interesting situations, but only situations <laughs> that I've put myself into. Just stuff like opening the cage door while the bait line is in front. And as the shark goes, 
is that split second where the shark will go for the bait line, a defense mechanism that these great white sharks have to protect their eyes is they roll their eyes back. So for that second, they're blind. And then I'm in the wrong spot. So for that split second where they're actually like lunging to go for, say, a predation on a Cape fur seal, that gets pulled away. And then I'm on the other end of that. So, yeah, I've been in some... (laughs) Interesting situations regarding that, but once again, not the animal's fault, it's, it's my own. And what do they actually look like close up? I've always wanted to know what this, you know, you've seen pictures, but in real life. In real life, well, you guys should definitely come down after this crazy COVID stuff is over. Come down to South Africa, come down to Marine Dynamics. You guys know me now, come check us out and come experience it for yourself. But they're incredibly majestic and it's a fierce elegance. I think a lot of people come here with a fear of these sharks and leave with more of a fascination. One of the things that I really aspire to do is educate people on how amazing these animals are because you'll see that you can see that they demand this respect and power. So curious, and every shark has a personality of their own, but they sometimes you get smaller ones that are a bit like teenagers, you know, you never know what they're going to do, but the big, true, massive white sharks of the ocean, they're like leviathans. You just don't, they don't never stick around for too long, but they, it's almost like, wow, did I actually just see that animal? They look like small minibus taxis. They're incredibly big as soon as the great white shark hits it's four meters you guys work in meters right yeah, yeah as soon as they hit about four meters they just get so girthy and you know they're just incredibly beautiful animals um pictures never really do them justice you have to see them for yourself i think i'll give it a miss to be honest <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep looking at your lovely photographs instead. Yeah, the closest okay. you're going to get is is to your is to your Instagram account. So I mean, it's it's fascinating because obviously, the still in in the modern culture, sharks are just seen through the lens of Steven Spielberg's Jaws, where they're terrifying and want to kill every single human on Earth. And obviously, they are dangerous. They can be dangerous, but so many people who I think work with them and um, say not necessarily say the opposite, but once you give them their respect. They, they, you know, respect you back, I suppose. I'd love to go shark diving. I don't think I'd ever go without the cage, though. Obviously, you do work with the sharks for a while before you do something like that, but I'm inviting yeah. you now. After after <laughs> this interview, I'll drop you an email. I'll definitely get you out here someday. But yes, it's unwise or it's ignorant to say that these sharks are not dangerous. You know what I mean? A lot of us that work with these animals, we have to respect the fact that these sharks are obviously formidable apex predators, so they are dangerous animals, but they're not man-eating machines as portrayed in something like Jaws, which was originally based on a bull shark. It just came out like the movie was originally based on, on a bull shark, which is a beauty shark, but it ended up being a white shark. But So they are dangerous animals, and we can go into all sorts of reasons where some most of the time it's a mistaken identity. When a shark mistakes, they don't, obviously don't have hands, so they can't on feel so they do something like a test bite because 
A lot of the time it's in murkier water at beaches when a person gets bitten. And a lot of the times they get survived because the animal will swim away because we as humans are not necessarily their prey source. But it is, as I said, it, these sharks are still dangerous and they demand a huge amount of respect. When I'm in the water with these animals, as soon as they give me certain signs or signals, when they drop their pectoral fins or they hype up their behavior, it can be a simple, simple movement. I know, listen, it's time to get out of the water. No if, buts, or coconuts, if I can say it, <laughs> if I can say it like that. Um, just, okay, um, you've impeded in this animal's natural zone, and you can clearly see if they don't want you, uh, you it's definitely not the smartest place to be. I, I would never encourage somebody that doesn't know shark behavior um, or hasn't worked with sharks to just get in the water with a shark because <laughs> it might not end up very well. Yeah, definitely. So the good piece of advice there. Listen, if you're not ever going to go uh, diving with sharks, the closest thing you can get for some of the most amazing shark photos that you'll find online is go to Dickie's Instagram account. It's Dickie underscore Chevelle. All the links to all the other uh, work that he does with Shark Week, with his filming and his photography, and also the nature con- conservationists work as well. Uh, do check him out. But listen, Dickie, we, we will definitely try our best to get over to you sometime in the near future. But listen, thanks a million for popping on the show this evening. Okay, awesome, guys. Thank you very much for the call and man yeah you guys have my instagram if you have any sharky questions or conservation questions please just give me a shout and thank you very much for the interview guys i really enjoyed this and thanks for the call fm 104's room 104 podcast with cormac moore and sir shalong cormac and sir here on room 104 quick reminder if you missed that interview with uh Dickie, who is a South African marine, expert marine specialist, who goes swimming every day with great white sharks out in the open. No protection at all, no cage, no nothing. Him and the sharks having there, just taking some photos. If you missed that, it'll be up on the Room 104 podcast, along with all of the other features and interviews and full shows that you can listen back to at your own leisure and at your own time. So whatever podcast platform that you're using, Spotify, uh, Acast, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, you can find us up there and listen back to the full shows. Coming up after 11 o'clock as well, you're going to be hearing from someone who thinks that maybe watching porn, if you're in a relationship, can lead to the same feelings as if you were cheating on someone. And, and maybe watching pornography is doing more damage to your relationship than you think. Uh, so that's on the way next, along with music from Little Mix here on Room 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Good evening, it's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 with Play Blue. Visit their flagship store in Tala. You can get free delivery as well at playblue.ie. On the way after 11 o'clock is watching pornography akin to cheating on your significant other and what are some of the latest trends in science and tech on Control Altily we'll be doing that about how something that you see every day might actually be causing uh, earthquakes around the world that we didn't realise is doing that before but there was a, a couple of pictures doing the rounds today of out of date chocolate which is causing quite a stir Yes, I don't know if you've seen this remember the iconic Mars Delight I'll be honest with you I do not remember it how do you not remember that? It was honestly one of the nicest bars ever because it was kind of in two sticks, you know, so it wasn't too heavy. You could get one stick or two sticks and it was just the perfect blend of Mars and chocolate and it wasn't too heavy and it was just gorgeous. What did it taste like? It, t- it kind of tasted like a Mars, but it was more kind of crispy. Was it kind of like... Um, like a Kinder Bueno or something? 
No. Kinder Bueno. It wasn't as crunchy as a Kinder Bueno, but it was, yeah, it was close enough to that. With Mars, obviously, gooey mm. stuff in the middle, which was so, so good. <laughs> but on eBay now, you can actually buy an out-of-date Mars Delight for guess what? Out-of-date food products. I wonder, is the uh, is it the HSC or who, who's the Food Standards Authorities here to go around shutting places down <laughs> for selling out-of-date, disgusting, gone-off food? No, it's not I gone off say, that much. Like, this is going back to 2009, you know? So it's not too <laughs> it's many years. just 11 years. I mean, think yeah. about it. It's just absolutely 11 years. Although, Grand. what was I watching on someone on, like, you know, certain fast food restaurants, their food doesn't go, never goes off. We chat to someone who had a, a McDonald's burger for yes. like 20, 30 years. Now, I mean, it, 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 he hasn't protected. Yeah, he said it looked and smelled fine, but would you eat it? No. You yes, really I wouldn't. would. You'd come back home drunk on a night out after passing by the chipper that just closed. I'd be like, screw it, give me that. Put a bit of tomato oh, ketchup on it, a bit of mayonnaise. You're golden. You're fine. Yeah, no. I hope no one actually did eat that burger because you'd probably die. Um, I don't know if you can actually get food poisoning from gone off chocolate. Can you? I'd, I'd imagine so, but there's not dairy in it. If milk goes off. You're in a bad, bad way. And I can imagine, you know, obviously a gone-off bar or a bar that's kind of close to its gone-off date, it starts to go a bit white. Yeah. So maybe... A bit white and gets a bit furry. Yeah, maybe that wouldn't taste too good. Although, I can understand if you were a huge fan of Mars Delight that you might want to keep it in a little container or box, whatever, as a souvenir. Would you, though? There's no point in having food unless you can eat it. Especially not food that you absolutely loved. That would be so... So tormenting. Yeah, a little bit tormenting, but I can probably understand why someone might buy this. I just can't believe the price of it. So obviously if you were to buy this in a shop, well, back in the day, you know, you'd probably buy it for 90 cent or something. Yeah. Now you can buy a gone off, 11 years gone off, Mars Delight for 110.99. Mm. 110 euro like, or pounds? Yeah, euro. 110 no, euro can't. 99 and then you can actually pay for postage which will cost you plus 16.49 for package and posting. This is disgraceful. I just quickly <laughs> googled it in here now. I'm on sitting on eBay. Google this if you have a chance as well. Mars delight chocolate ice cream 110 <clears throat> 110 No one can no one, no one no one is. Come on now. Has Someone anyone made to buy that? Has anyone made any any offers or anything? I always wonder about these things because you ever see on every so often it hasn't happened in quite a while. But every there used to always be like a news story. If you've got an original copy of The Lion King, it could be worth fifty grand. And you'd go onto eBay and someone would be selling an original copy of Disney's Lion King with a, a ridiculously large price tag on it. But it has to be like a certain collector's edition. Blah blah blah. I never know if they're real or if they're if they're you know, I know. absolute BS. I'd say they are real. Uh, but I'm just wondering if, if somebody can put this... Who is doing this? I, I don't know who's doing this, um, but who has kept their Mars Delight that long? And where has it been? That's what I, I want to yeah. know. I don't think I ever yeah. had one. I don't think I've ever had a Mars Delight. Oh, they're so good. They really, really are so good. But it got me thinking of different bars of chocolate, obviously, that are, have discontinued that I loved. Remember Taz bars? <laughs> Well, before we go into the Taz bars, it's funny because it says up on eBay, it says Mars Delight chocolate bar, condition new. And then you obviously go onto the back of it and it uh, went out of date in 2009. So maybe yeah. it's not in, in new condition. Buy it now or make an offer. I wonder if anyone's made an offer of like four euro 
Well, I guess it's new in the sense that it hasn't been opened. Mm, yeah. So. Okay, I can understand why someone would buy it. I, I can. The uh, item specifics. Here's what the, the seller is describing it as. New, a brand new, unused, unopened and undamaged item. Uh, see the seller's listing for full details. Mother of God. There's no questions about this. I want to ask a question. Is is? Are you asking a question? Sorry, no, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Um, is there any more descriptions of this product? Mars Delight, brand new open, best before 2009. Obsolete chocolate bar, <laughs> which is now 11 years out of date. Condition is new. Dispatched with Royal Mail, second class. Seems pretty <sighs> legit, doesn't it? <laughs> That seems legit. Don't see a problem with buying some stuff. I don't see uh, any problem. I'm, I'm just trying to think now what random stuff do I have around the house that can be uh, like 400 euro for this thing. Yeah, I always think that as well. When I see stuff like that, I think, God, you could use anything and say it's 100 years old. <laughs> Wing it. Yeah, it's madness yeah. though, isn't it? It's a bit sad. Yeah. I mean, would, you, would you spend, a, would, like we talked about this, if you're going to be spending hundreds of euro on chocolate, you want to buy that mad... Peruvian or Ecuadorian chocolate, the most expensive chocolate in the world. Yeah. Uh, chocolate blocks. Can you, like, search? I think if the they discontinued ga- Galaxy Salted Caramel in 10 years' mm. time, I would buy one for 110 euro. <laughs> really? Yeah, I would. Would you really? It's the only bar of chocolate I'd buy. Yeah. For that money. It's so good. Uh, so, so good. Uh, I just Again, I just wonder if this is legit or... Is somebody actually going to wind up buying the Mars Delight, which is still up there for 110 euro at the moment? If if you're up for that, if you want to go and spend 110 quid on that, that's just madness. It is madness, yeah. But it was a great chocolate bar. Was it? Was it that good? Yeah, it was super good. Like there's so many that have been discontinued, and I don't understand why because they were really, really good. Yeah. So. I'm looking at some of the other things on uh, I'm looking at some of the movies here on eBay as well just trying to find the expensive Disney movies uh, there's a, a Walt Disney classic Aladdin Black Diamond VHS tape video new and sealed it's going for 1,664 euro at the moment oh. online but again I don't know if anyone's going to pay for this I wonder if any anything has been you know see how much actually you can click sold listings to see what stuff sold for so you go into this is the thing with ebay it's always a bit weird right you I, you can list anything on ebay for any price at all like you can take an fm 104 pen put it on ebay for a grand right and then people are going to go oh my god if you have an fm 104 pen it's worth a grand because someone's selling it but who's actually buying it because if you go into the disney videos and let me see price how much are people paying and sold actually the most expensive video that's been sold in the last few days has been Walt Disney's Song of the South, and that went for €227. Euro. So no one is kind of then, Song of the South, €144. Euro. Well, Song of the South has been incredibly popular. Why has the Song of the South been incredibly popular in selling? If you've got a copy of the Song of the South, the last number of uh, things that have been sold on eBay, all over hundred quid, have all been this, this movie, Song of the South. Is this movie mm. going to be banned and cancelled? Is this what we're... Wow! The last 20 or 30 songs that have, or vi- Disney videos that have sold on eBay for the most amount of money has been Walt Disney's Song of the South. Now, am I missing something from the news about this particular movie? Like, is this one of those ones? So. You know the way we're, we're cancelling everything in the past that was in, in any way offensive? But I think um, people f- 
figure out what is valuable and then they accumulate. You know, you'd probably yeah. go to secondhand shops and stuff and try and pick these up and then sell it for, you know, triple the price online. Mm. Yeah, weird. Weird, but there you go. If you want a Mars Delight from 11 years ago that's out of date and you can eat it at your own risk, I suppose. You can head on over to e- eBay. It's up there right now. You can put an, uh, you can put an, uh, uh, bid in, I suppose, if you want to, two quid. It, the seller is looking for that much, but I don't even think anyone's bid on it at the moment. So you could get it for a lot cheaper than that. eBay's a bit of a weird, strange old place. So there you are now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 